Hello and welcome in to the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour. Today, we just have a little bit of an open discussion. No guests today. We have a good guest coming up on Friday, so you will be should be really excited for that. I'll announce that tomorrow on my Instagram, at Gjarjour. Uh, today, we're talking about a couple of things. Uh, I want to retire the Jordan versus LeBron argument for good. I think it's gotten insufferable, so that I have a little bit of a rant here at the beginning of the podcast. We're going to talk about our MBA's return, uh, what that means, how that's going to look, and why we should be optimistic for that. Major League Baseball players, why they need to stop fighting about their revenue split and why I think they're hurting themselves in the long run. And of course, LeBron James said he was going to play some football. I have some thoughts on that. But first, I want to remind you that this episode has been brought to you by SontSports.com. That's S-O-N-T Sports.com. Also, please go follow me and my brother's podcast, That Being Said Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter is pod that, And go subscribe to it on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. All right. But first, before we get started, we have a quick word from one of our sponsors. Enjoy the podcast. Yay! All right. Hello and welcome into episode 46 of the Just Talk podcast with George Arjour. Today's episode, uh, if you're listening to the intro, was recorded live on, or if you're listening on the podcast, was recorded live on Periscope. So you can follow me on Periscope at G Arjour, where we always talk about really a little bit of everything. We try to answer all comments on Periscope and talk to you as much as we can because we like to give you guys a little bit of a live experience on the show, a little bit about um, you know fan interaction. And honestly, you guys are the voice of the show. I try to give you, the listener, as much freedom. And I probably won't do this on every single podcast where I explain that I'm coming on live. I've done it. I've been doing that now for a couple weeks now. So I'm only doing that so you guys do know that this is recorded live. And the Just Talk pod is you know, really fun to listen to. We try to get you some good guests, and we'll continually do that. So let me just read um, – as I'm recording here, I'm try- I try to retweet it onto a couple places. We got some fun topics today. I have a public service announcement for uh, the LeBron versus Jordan argument, which I'm kind of tired of, and the NBA's return, LeBron versus Jordan, and, of course, a little bit about the uh, Major League Baseball. So let's start with my public service announcement. It's only a minute long, but I think it's time that we retire the Michael Jordan versus LeBron James goat argument. It's getting old. It's not because of the sides. I think it's just getting old. Look, I'm guilty of it too, but I think I'm hanging up my jersey and I'm retiring. The Michael Jordan people, myself included, are not going to change our minds. The LeBron James people aren't going to change their minds. And all this back and forth has gotten insufferable. Jordan people are going to continually yell, he was six for six. LeBron people will yell that he's bigger and humans have evolved, so he must be better. Whatever. Look, I understand a Hyundai today probably runs better than a 1965 Ferrari. And it probably has more bells and whistles. But does that make it greater than a 1965 Ferrari? Probably not. 
But the real reason I'm retiring is I saw a stat that LeBron averages more in Game 7s than Michael Jordan, so that makes him greater. Then the next morning, I saw a stat that Michael Jordan averaged more in elimination games if you include games 5 and 7 because there used to be 5 games in the first round. At that point, I decided I'll be no longer participating in these discussions. I've officially retired from the Michael Jordan versus LeBron discussions. All right. And I'm just done with that discussion. You can, I'm going to post this. People are going to probably argue. I'm probably going to come back into the discussion because that's how we, we do with sports. I'm just tired of it. I was like, nah, I can't, I can't be part of this discussion anymore. And I do see a, uh, from the podcast station on Periscope, a comment about he likes my headphones. I really appreciate that. If you send me a DM, I will uh, tell you where I got them. I got them from Amazon. Uh, I forget the name of them. But I can send you the link. It's actually they're really great headphones. I really do. Uh, they sound great. I think this recording is pretty good, especially during these uh, days. Uh, if, and by the way, if you don't know what headphones I'm using, you can go follow me on Instagram, on Twitter at Gjorjor, and you will actually uh, see the headphones. So you, if you like them, you can also be like the guy who just commented and uh, talk about my headphones with him. All right. So a couple, like I said, today's going to be a short podcast. We had a guest last second. Uh, the guest didn't work out. So we decided to pivot, just kind of get a little bit of an open round table, give you some thoughts I had on a couple of news articles that have been floating around. Friday, we have a really fun guest. I'll announce that tomorrow on uh, Instagram, at Gjorjor. And she's a sports journalist. That's all I'm going to give out for now. But she's been doing some really fun stuff here during uh, our quarantine and Things like that. So you're going to enjoy listening to her. But um, two things here. NBA return. Uh, some positive news today, which is really, I mean, if you are a fan of sports, you should be really excited about the news that came out today that the NBA is, well, they first of all, they've honed in on Orlando as the city where they believe that it's going to work out best to, you know, host a bubble city give people access and give people the ability to really watch the uh, NBA do its thing again. Now, do I think that this means that the NBA is going to come back for sure? No, but Sham Chardonnay from The Athletic did put out some really good and positive news today that the NBA is going to be able to uh, start practicing on June 1st, and they have a hopeful return date the middle of July. Now, the middle of July is still a little bit from now. I mean, if you give or take just under two, over two months, under two months. And in my opinion, if the NBA does come back at that point, that is to me, that's a cutoff date, right? Like, I don't want the NBA to be off most of March, April, May, June and July, five months. That's almost like a full off season, if not more than a full off season off. So I think July should be the cutoff date, and if not, just scrap the season. But you're a sports fan. This is some positive news. We might be getting live sports again in July. The MLB might be returning in July. Uh, we, you know, um, we made fun of uh, Mike Gundy a few months ago. Not me personally, but like the world made fun of Mike Gundy for saying that he thinks that college students will be ready to go back on campus in June as far as the football players and practice and get a college football season going. Turns out he was right. Um, we Everyone made fun of Dabo Sweeney. 
Looks like Dabo Sweeney might be right. So there's a lot of fear-mongering out there. A lot of people, do. I feel like, don't want the country to reopen up. I don't know if that's being scared, if that's getting misinformation, if that's being political, or it's just not having enough information. But if you go look around, the numbers around the country are positive that even the places that have opened up have seen a decrease in the amount of people tested positive and percentage-wise. Now, you got to look at the rate of infection, not you know, I, I'm not going to make this into a coronavirus podcast. I want to make this more into a sports podcast today. And I'm just happy that the NBA might have a potential return. And what kind of capacity is that going to look like? I think it will look like just straight to the playoffs. If they're going to start in the middle of July, I don't think they're going to have time to, uh, you know, go through a regular season and do that for sure. And I got a comment here that I do want to put the no face person. NBA, not the same as it used to be. I don't know if you are referring right now, and he has the same headphones as me, he says, so shout out to you. And I don't know if you're referring to the NBA not being the same as it used to be as far as the players, the product, or do you mean if the return of the NBA will not be the same as it used to be due to you know having a bubble city, the coronavirus pod, uh, coronavirus problems or what? Now, if you are talking about the NBA is not going to be the same when it returns. I'm going to agree with you. Um, we're going to have bubble cities. We're going to have people probably quarantined. They're probably all going to play in the same arenas or bubble of arenas. The games are going to be, have no home court advantage. There's going to be no fans. But it's better than no sports at the end of the day. And that's really where I'm trying to, you know, I'm putting myself into the situation where I've kind of come to grips and come to the facts that I don't believe that, we're going to see fans in the stadiums maybe this season in even the NFL or maybe till later in the season, maybe not in college football. I don't know. I haven't really decided exactly what I feel yet. It's going to look different, but that doesn't mean that I believe that there should be no sports, right? I think sports is just so much better in general on TV lately. And I think with cameras and HD and all this, we can make the experience look really good with or without fans. Now, here's one thing I do want to uh, rehash that I talked about on my podcast on Monday was why I had three ideas on why what I think could make the NBA better with no fans, um, not better experience than with fans, but just better experience with no fans. And those three were uh, one, I'd put it in smaller gyms, which seems like is what they're going to do. If you're watching, if you're watching German soccer, the Bundesliga has literally, literally, you know, so many people. Uh, so, uh, the players playing in an empty uh, stadium, and it just look, it looks awful, and it doesn't look like it makes the experience worse on TV. So I think if the NBA played in smaller arenas, um, you can make it look really cool. Two, I would uh, have an app for fans. Uh, the NBA can make some more revenue with that by having ads inside of the app where player, where the fans could literally, there can be an algorithm and you turn it on, you can leave it on the side. It picks up noise from living rooms, clapping, getting excited, and that would pump in some crowd noise depending on you know how much that designated home team is doing while the other team. So you can make it really fun and interactive. You can also have a camera where people can cheer and yell and it, we can have a screen behind the free throw line. So when someone's shooting free throws, we can have like, you know, a montage of fans making noises and all that. So I think that'd be really fun way to do it in three. This was my brother's idea. 
Um, shout out to my brother. You got to go uh, listen to our podcast. That being said, with George and Sammy Jarjour, is uh, put music into the into the background, right? So you can have like Def Jam or any art independent artist kind of like bid for play spots, and you could listen to those people. You know, during that, I think that'd be really cool. So there'd be three ideas. But overall, I just want the NBA to come back. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about the NBA champion this year. It's going to be different than usual. It's not going to be the same. There's not that travel schedule. There's not that home court. But it's better than nothing. So that's really important. Um, Meanwhile, Major League Baseball, it seems like they're fighting each other all day, every day about money. And I just want to rehash kind of what I said the other day about Blake Snell, where Blake Snell, I think, is acting like – complete hypocrite i mean a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago he was on record saying that the coronavirus was no worse than the common flu and then the other day he says he doesn't want to play because he's risking his life for half the money but he's willing to risk his life for three million dollars but uh for five million dollars but not two and a half or whatever that difference in his contract would be and i think that major league baseball has to be really careful especially the players here for two reasons one major league baseball is is in trouble here if they lock out and the players get greedy and they decide not to play. Because during a time where this whole entire country is going through unemployment, people are losing jobs, people are losing money, businesses are taking pay cuts, CEOs are taking pay cuts, everything's a mess. If Major League Baseball players are really going to complain about losing a few million dollars, the common American can't really relate to you guys. So for one... I don't think you, it's going to take a long time to recover. It took a long time after 1994 for Major League Baseball to recover. And you can make a case that Major League Baseball never really has recovered fully from 1994 player strike. And two, let's say you do take a, don't take a pay cut and you do come back and play and the owners lose a shit ton of money on this season. You know that's going to affect your next contract, right? So, yeah, Blake Snell. You just signed a five-year, I think, $50 million contract. So this year you'd get five instead of 10. But that's probably better so you can sign 100. You're one of the best pitcher, young pitchers in baseball. Maybe your next contract, instead of being worth $140 million, will only be worth $90 million because of the decisions you make today. So make the right decision. Save the owner some money. Not because I'm pro-owner, but that's because at the end of the day, you want to have enough money down the line available for the owner. So your next payday, you're in Tampa. This is probably not going to come from Tampa. It's going to come from New York, Boston, the Mets, maybe even the Seattle Mariners, my home, our home, my home team and your home team, home uh, city, Blake. And you want to have more money available for your next contract. And by you and other players deciding not to play this year for one or two, refusing to take a 50% pay cut, that's just not going to work. And for once, I feel like the general public's on the side of the owners here more than the players. So you got to realize that. Last, LeBron James said that he was close to playing in the NFL uh, during the lockout and he was training for the NFL. And Maverick Carter said he got a contract offer from the Dallas Cowboys. This is a lie. Blatant lie by LeBron James. I, I'm, I'm sorry to say it. LeBron James did not have an opportunity to go play football during the lockout. LeBron James was not going to play football during the lockout. And he saw the last dance. He saw everyone talking about Michael Jordan wanting to play um, play baseball. And he was like, oh, it would be really cool if I said I was going to play football. Football is different than baseball. You get hit constantly in football. 
baseball is a non-physical sport, right? I mean, it's, of course, you have to train for it. But football, it's funny for LeBron to think or say that he was just going to go on the football field and people were like, oh, he would have been the best player in the NFL. Like, no, he wouldn't. He hadn't played football in years. He He's going to be hit constantly. He wasn't going to just step on a football field and dominate. LeBron's not a physical dude. He doesn't even like getting fouled that much. He's big and strong, and I think he'd be a great football player if he played for years and years. But he wasn't going to step on the football field. He wasn't even thinking about it. So it was just a blatant line. I want to call him out on that. He was not going to play football. The, fat, the, the, the idea is fun, right? <laughs> but LeBron James was not about to play football. Just want to clarify that for everyone. I'm the source. I have no sources here other than myself and data. LeBron James was not going to be a, a football player. All right. So thank you for listening in today. I know it's a shorter podcast. I know Wednesdays you guys have gotten accustomed to me to having interviews and whatnot. Uh, I think I might... S- Start switching up my interview schedules when just doing Wednesday and Friday and doing Monday as a regular podcast, uh, like I did this week. And then Wednesdays and Fridays have interviews. So, thank you for listening. This has been the Just Talk Pod with George Jour. As always, you can follow me at Jour on Instagram and Twitter. Please rate, subscribe, and give this five stars wherever you can. Uh, please help spread the word. The more we spread the word, the more people listening to this podcast, the more fun it'll get, the more bigger guests we'll get, and the more uh, you'll see me on here. So thank you for listening. This is all. This always been brought to you by Sports on Tap. That's SONTsports.com. A lot of people ask me, George, what does SON stand for? I tell them it stands for Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio Redefined. Thanks for listening, and stay safe. Oh, thank you.